the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno and online at highlands.us. We're back in chapter 29 of Genesis where we see the deceiver masterfully deceived by his uncle. And that's where we pick up our story today. Our time together will focus in on Jacob's marriage to Leah and then Rachel. In fact, we pick up where we see Leah used by her father to deceive Jacob. Here's Pastor Layton with more on study verse by verse. So Leah made a fool of him, and there was nothing that he could do about it because in that culture, the father-in-law was in supreme control. And the father-in-law had been able to marry off two of his daughters to a potentially wealthy man and in the process also secured another seven years of labor from his son-in-law. In fact, if you keep reading here, there's not even a mention of a second week of wedding feast. So you probably got two daughters married off for the cost of one. And you dads who paid for daughters' weddings know what a, what a, what a challenge that can be. So Jacob's past had caught up with him, and he could do little more than accept the results and serve Laban seven more years. Verse 28, and Jacob did so. He finished the week with Leah, and then Laban gave him his daughter Rachel to be his wife. Laban gave his servant girl Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her maidservant. Jacob lay with Rachel also, and he loved Rachel more than Leah. And he worked for Laban another seven years. So initially he protested, but he realized that what God was at work here at teaching him, and he accepted his lot, and he went back to work for another seven years. But little by little, he was learning how to submit to the loving hand of God's discipline, and he was growing in faith and character. At the end of the week with Leah, he married Rachel, but from then on he was going to endure years of hardship and conflict, not only because of Laban, but also because of his multiple wives. And this was a recipe for misery. Sister wives, one beautiful, the other not so much. One loved, the other not. This was a recipe for disaster. I mentioned to you a few weeks back that uh, you probably come from a dysfunctional family because every family is made up of humans and therefore dysfunctional. We all come from dysfunctional families. It just varies in terms of degree and area. And you may have had a particularly dysfunctional family. And this will, you, I encourage you to keep coming and reading through the book of Genesis because when you read about this dysfunctional family, you're going to feel swell about yours. You know, uh, now there, there, there's something that, that this teaches us, and that is that God's design is always the best design. 
You remember when we go through the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we found time and again there was God's design and then humankind tried to change it. And it never turned out well. Because God can't, his design can't be improved on. And his design for marriage is one man, one woman, one flesh, one lifetime. That's marriage, God's way. That's marriage, God's way. And anyone who takes an extra wife or two or three or whatever it might be is going way beyond what God's design is. That's not marriage by God's design. What does it specifically say in Genesis chapter 2? Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. Singular. Not wives. Plural. To his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And you read through the Genesis account, you read through the Old Testament, you find many examples of polygamous marriages, but they're always filled with hostility. Remember, we reading back that Abraham listened to the voice of his wife, which was the wording was intentionally similar to the wording we find in, in chapter three, where Adam listened to the voice of his wife. And and Abraham took Hagar as his wife, and the problems that came out of that were absolutely immense. And then ungodly Esau married two Hittite women, and then later an Ishmaelite. And now Jacob is duped into a polygamous marriage that ends disastrously, because these two wives are sisters who are constantly in competition with each other, and you know there was no peace in that house. None whatsoever. And that lack of peace and happiness in the house left a mark on the children. And it does. And we're going to read about that as we, as we continue. So the Jewish people looked on parenthood as stewardship before God. And this was especially true in the case of Jacob, whose descendants were to become as the stars of the heaven and the sand which is upon the seashore. And God would indeed honor him by making him the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. But this was accomplished through four different women who were involved in building the family. And that was going to create one problem after another. And so this man who had grown up in a divided and competitive family was going to himself create a divided and competitive family. It's always better to do things God's way. One man, one woman, one flesh, one lifetime. That's God's design for marriage. The other lesson that is highlighted here for us today is that we reap what we sow. We reap what we sow. The man who had deceived his father was deceived by his father-in-law. And the man who has passed himself off as the firstborn son now receives the firstborn daughter to be his wife. And it is an inescapable law of life that we eventually, eventually reap what we sow. Now, God will forgive us for our sins when we confess them. But God, in his justice, allows us to suffer the consequences of the decisions that we've made. That's why it's so important for us to make good decisions. How do we make good decisions? By doing things God's way. By doing things God's way. And this is only going to be one, the beginning of many disappointments for Jacob. The similarity between what Laban did to Jacob and what Jacob had done to his father is, it, it makes it so obvious that he deserves what he's getting. And so these additional seven years of labor to Laban are a part of his repayment 
for what he did to his brother Esau. And you'll notice that Jacob is one of the patriarchs. And not even a patriarch can escape the consequences of their sin. Far from being immune to discipline, God's children are oftentimes the objects of special discipline. Hebrews chapter 12 says, And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline, and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one as he accepts as a child. You may have gone through some of God's discipline, and you need to take that and look at that and say, you know, that was not pleasant, but it was proof that God loves me. And if God loves me, all is well. All is well. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one as he accepts as a child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and not really his children at all. You know, I know some people that call themselves Christian. You wouldn't know it by what they do. They do all kinds of terrible things. Robbing women of, of their life savings. And, and they get away with it. It, it seems like they, they, they're never disciplined. Now, of course, we don't know everything. God can do discipline that we don't see. But it seems like they're just getting away with it. But they call themselves Christians. Listen, if they're not getting disciplined by God, they're not children of God. They're illegitimate in their claims. And if they're not children of God, then they are children of Satan. And the children of Satan are going to share Satan's wrath, God's wrath on Satan. Spiritually, each person is either a child of God or a child of Satan. So since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. I had a great dad. He was not perfect. Sometimes he missed disciplines that I should have gotten. The ones I remember are the disciplines I got that I didn't deserve, of course. (laughs) He was not a perfect father. I was not a perfect father. We do the best that we can, the best that they know how. But God's discipline is always good for us. Because God knows everything. And, and, he, and he knows the, the, the end from the beginning. He knows if he disciplines us this way, it's going to result in this. But if he disciplines us this way, it's going to result in that. And if we discipline us this way, it's going to result in that. And he knows what the best discipline is. God's discipline is always good for us. Why? So that we might share in his holiness. That's the goal of the discipline, becoming more and more holy. Then it says, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. To which I would say, duh. That's not in the scripture, by the way. That's, it's not supposed to be pleasurable. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. You may not enjoy going through the discipline. 
but know that the result is going to be worth it all. So God has brought this arch deceiver, Laban, into the life of Jacob so that Jacob will see his sin in a mirror. He will see it displayed before his eyes, and that's going to cut his heart surgically. So godless Laban becomes an instrument of God. And Jacob is going to change, and it's, going to, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be a long process, and we're going to learn more about it in the chapters to come. But over time, he would cease to be Jacob the deceiver and become Israel the prince. Well, there is a process in all of this, isn't there? How is it the one author put it? The making of a Christian is the miracle of a moment. The making of a saint is the task of a lifetime. And that is certainly what we are seeing in the life of Jacob here in these middle chapters of Genesis. Questions about today's program? Maybe you have a question about Church of the Highlands in San Bruno? our pastor, Leighton Sheely, or this radio program, Study Verse by Verse. You can swing by highlands.us for all of that information. Again, highlands.us, highlands.us. And then come back and join us tomorrow as we move into Chapter 30 on Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.